Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is The Nest, our mini-sode that's all about the delightful and delicious things that make our homes just where we want to be. Ooh, what do you want to talk about, Marjorie? Well, you know, we are talking about the load that mothers carry while they're raising their children, whether it's doing the bills or worrying about doctor's appointments or just organizing the life of a family. And I thought it'd be interesting in The Nest to talk about the books that help us navigate motherhood and how we navigate the things that might bring us anxiety when we're raising our kids. Because there were a couple of things for me, Elizabeth, that I had I thought about perhaps too much. And these are books that help me sort of get through that. And so I just thought we could share some of the books that are helping us. So for me, I obsessed about my children's education. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps to an extreme, um, (laughs) in the extreme. And I was always worried about sort of were they where they were supposed to be or where were they ahead of where they were supposed to be. And so I was always reading books about that. And so, of course, it started with what to expect when you're expecting. I loved that series. Yeah, that's I a good one. I loved that it guided me through my pregnancy. And then there was the what to expect the first year. I loved that I could do the little, you know, it had, do you have that book? Yes, of course. Although I, I didn't definitely didn't get through all of it. I mean, mine was like glancing at it. You were probably oh. because you were more concerned about these things. Looking oh, the checklist. at it. Yeah, I was like obsessing over baby food, homemade food and first foods nonstop. God, together we would have been perfect little anxiety clusters. You know? Yeah, and we would have raised amazing children together, Marjorie, amazing maybe in, a little, in another lifetime. That's what we can do in another lifetime. And then so that that obsession of making sure that my kids were following the proper milestones. There was a book that I, a series that I loved, and it was, the whole series was what your first grader needs to know, what your second grader needs to know, what your third grader needs to know. And the cool thing about that is you just could follow along with what core curriculums were supposed to be and sort of understand what the expectation would be for a teacher of what your child would know. That's good. This speaks to my own anxiety, clearly. But for (laughs) anybody out there who's worried, is my child learning everything they're supposed to be learning? It's a very calming book because you could go through it. You can make sure that like you're sort of on task. And I know that seems silly, but I know those mothers are out there. So this was helpful to me. And well, and that helps to relieve the anxiety and feel exactly. like you're prepared and feel you have an understanding and you kind of get the language. Listen, yeah. I, I totally get that. Yeah. So that was uh, mine. Okay. All right. Here's the book that I think is was really important, has been really important in terms of navigating life after children with my relationship. And this book has a great title. <laughs> it's called How Not to Hate Your Husband After Kids. <laughs> So it's by this woman named Jancy Dunn. And I read this book. I was pregnant with Franklin. Right. 
and Bernie was little and I had called my girlfriends in um, February and Frankie was born in July right. and I, well, I was text, so call them. I was texting them. I texted my, this group of girlfriends from college and I said, if I don't have a girl's trip before this baby is born, I will lose my mind. <laughs> And all within 30 minutes, they said, I'm in, I'm in, Aww. I'm in. And so we ended up going to Palm Springs for a long weekend. And I left Bernie with her father, Jay, right. and they were great and had a great time. She did throw up on him at Blue Door Pub, but that was all fine and it was handled. And I read this book when I was there. And this was at a point when I was feeling the load of motherhood right. so intensely because oh, yeah. Bernadette was two and I nursed both babies for a really long time, which is a blessing and a privilege. And I was really happy to be able to do it. That being said, it was a challenge because they relied on me for so much for so long. Yeah. How long, Elizabeth? Bernie, 17 months. Franklin, 22 months. Whoa. Yeah, I know. That's impressive. I told you, I'm a lot of hippie and a little bit of sparkle. <laughs> you, you are not kidding. So, Oh, that's a huge pressure, though. So it was a lot because it just felt like so much. And so I was feeling really, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I was feeling like nothing was fair. And I was getting what? the raw end of this deal is what I was feeling like that in that moment. And so I took this girl's trip and I read how not to hate your husband after kids at the pool. <laughs> and I read it in two days and I was like reading it and then proclaiming to my girlfriends, Oh my gosh, listen to what she writes about now. And so oh, what it is, that. the description of the book is how not to hate your husband after kids tackles the last taboo subject of parenthood, the startling white hot fury that new and not so new mothers often have for their mates. And I'm not kidding when I say this is a real thing and this is impacting so many more women than you think it is. I went to coffee with two different women that I didn't know super well, but were like sort of peripheral friends that I'd met through television and they'd each had a new baby. And I reached out and said, how are things going? Like, how are you feeling like you're balancing everything? I'd love to grab coffee and talk. And I went to coffee with both of these women and both of them within like a four or five month period told me no one told me that I was going to hate him so yeah. much after yeah. this. There's a lot of anger. And these that people are like don't talk about faith filled, happy, Look. successful women who right. are super confident and who really are deeply in love with their husbands. And when they both told me that, and I'd read this book, I was like, this is an epidemic that I don't think that people are talking about and you feel like this sense of guilt and loneliness and this book really helped me understand why I was feeling that way and then also and validated those feelings and then also helped me understand how to fix it. There's a whole chapter in there about how to live life like an FBI negotiator and how to negotiate <laughs> things super well. And the big takeaway from this for me was to no longer say, hey, can you do the dishes? Or hey, can you fold this laundry? It's to say, the laundry needs to be folded and the dishes need to be cleaned up. Which one do you want to do? Oh, that's, that's what a negotiator good. does. A great negotiator oh, doesn't good. ask someone to do anything or like put it on them. They oh. give two options and they say, which one are you doing? That's and a game changer. It's automatically I, it was, done. Yeah, it was a total game changer. That's uh, my mind is just a little bit blown right now. <laughs> Because 
I can't go back and change anything. But for you young mothers out there, that's a big darn deal. It's a good book. It's, it's again, oh, called How great. Not to Hate Your Husband After Kids. And I know the title might startle you. I actually bought it on my Kindle so Jay wouldn't see like the physical book because right. he'd probably be like, what's going on here? <laughs> so but I'm going to say this to everybody listening. One. Forget the books I talked about. Read this one first. <laughs> Because you know what, you know, as you say that, I think that anger, women don't talk about it much, and they certainly probably don't talk about it with their husbands. Mm-hmm. They may, if they're lucky, be able to talk about it with a therapist. But this is when girlfriends are essential because you can talk about it with your girlfriends. But I honestly believe so. Part of the problem with young, when you're a young mother, is a lot of times your girlfriends. If you're working full time and you have young kids, the first thing to go are your girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, and, and the it, shame. I mean, there's a lot of shame in like admitting that and yeah. feeling like, does this mean that I want to get divorced? Does this mean that I'm out? What does this mean? It doesn't mean those things. It just, I mean, it could, but well, it the problem doesn't is, Elizabeth, always. Wouldn't you love to look up the divorce rate for couples that have children one through five? Oh gosh. I mean, really? It's like, yeah. it's the hardest thing. Whenever yeah. I see, I remember when Drew Barrymore and her husband, Will Copelman, divorced Yep. and they had like a three and a one-year-old. And I, I was thought, sad. I was hit, sad too, I was sad. because I was like, you're in the toughest point. Like, you've got to just stick it out. Yep. You've got to stick this part out because right. it could be that at this point in your life, you're fighting four days a week. And that's just the way that it is, you know? Right. And it's just, it doesn't mean that that's forever. So well, they just anyway, have to that's learn, what I'd recommend. They just have to learn how to talk to each other differently, which goes back to that FBI negotiating. Yeah. That that's, oh, I love that. I love, which one love, do you love do? that. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share it with friends, you guys. And if you're super motivated, we love reviews at Apple Podcasts, especially if they're positive, mainly only if they're positive. (laughs) (laughs) And please reach out to us. You can find both of us on Instagram at Best to the Nest or at Eliz Reese and at It's Me Marjorie One. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Don't hate your husbands. No, you don't have to. You get a little bit and you'll get over it. It'll be Be fine. Be lovers, not fighters. (laughs) Bye, Marjorie. Bye.